Alright, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Three Dudes Reviews featuring Mike, Terry, and Fox. Alright, so uh, we're starting our new uh, movie categories here, and we're jumping into remakes. Ooh, everybody's favorite. Everybody loves a good remake. (laughs) Who doesn't want a bunch of remakes? Yeah, we will willingly subject ourselves to these remakes uh, for your enjoyment, hopefully. Maybe we'll find the diamonds in the rough. They can't all be bad. Right? What are the odds that every single one of them is bad? I've got faith that at least one of us will pick something that's actually good. Surely. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) We may not be off to a good start, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, so we watched um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. This movie was released in 2003, and it's directed by Marcus Nispel. I don't know anything else he's directed. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 36% tomato meter, 57% audience score. Going over to IMDb, it's got a 6.2 out of 10 audience score and a 38 meta score. This is the man who went on to direct the Friday the 13th remake. Oh, did he? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen that remake, but uh, did he do National Treasure 2? No, no, he was involved. He was second unit director. Close enough. So anyways, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, it kind of follows the original story a bit. These uh, people are driving on the side of the road. Aren't they? They're like young adults, I guess, probably. Yeah, I would guess like college age, probably. It's set in the 70s, and uh, they pick up this hitchhiker, this girl, and then... She kills herself in the car, and so they have to stop into this town to try and, you know, get some police help to figure out what to do. And they come in contact with this bumpkin family <laughs> out in the middle of Texas. Bumpkin, huh? I don't even, I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> you know, the iconic horror villain, Leather Bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Mr. Bumpkin to you. Yeah, events start going on. They, the weird family gets weirder. And yeah, I mean, you can probably tell what happens from the title of the movie if you don't know what it is. So, yeah, what would you guys think of this remake? I'll say, you know, right off the bat, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it wasn't like terrible. Not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, that's for sure. Yeah, like I kind of wish it was worse just so we could have at least laughed at it. I kind of hated this movie. Well, I mean, there was a couple things I liked, but this was like in that, like in the early 2000s up to, you know, mid 2000s, there was a bunch of horror movies that weren't like scary, but they were just nasty and they tried to be as offensive and gross as possible, like the Saw movies and this movie and, oh, what was that one? House of Wax and stuff like that, you know? There's just a bunch of them. Like, there was just nasty movies that weren't scary or suspenseful, really. Just nasty. And that's what this movie is. The gore porn craze. Well, I mean, there's not really even that much gore in this movie, I don't think. It's just gross. Like, it's icky. Ugh. I felt, like, so nasty just watching it. Bodies and limbs and stuff, kind of? Kind of. They quick cut away from most of, like, the limb removal stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, around the house, I guess. You know, there is a lot of gross stuff, but it's not really gore in the sense you typically think of it. It's been repurposed as food or furniture. There's an old guy 
with with like no legs, and he's like emptying his his pee bag Ugh. like into the toilet, and it's just stuff like that. Like this is just nasty. It's not scary. It's not creepy. It's just disgusting. I don't want to see it. And all the characters are kind of gross and do disgusting things. I think yeah. So when they first stumble across the uh, what seems to be the youngest of the offspring of the weird bumpkin family, I think I said that's a disgusting child, and Mad Mike was like, he's just a little boy and i was like no no i mean he's literally covered in filth (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like that's how i just view this whole movie it's like it's just disgusting and nasty and i don't like don't like much of it i mean i see what they were going for yeah and i mean the original is kind of gross and nasty but it wasn't it was more raw i guess and not necessarily like sopping wet in every single like room of the house (laughs) it wasn't like blatantly like somebody tried to make it grosser than any building could realistically be yeah i don't know why their basement is so leaky water's chipping from every like pore of the house it seems like a very dry place except for their basement there's that's how you get mold I don't know. Yeah, that's just what stood out to me the most. You know, like, I'm okay with gore and stuff in movies, but this is just not even that. Yeah, like you said, it's just disgusting stuff. Yeah, it's not, like, a whole lot for, like, someone to latch onto, like, that's not gross. Because, like, even, the, like, the heroes aren't great. Like, or quote-unquote heroes, I guess, are main characters. None of them are really likable. I don't really like any of them. I guess, what's her name? The main actress, uh... Jessica Biel. She's okay like i like her enough i guess but she like it's just all these characters are so flat and they don't do much at all yeah they kind of just run around and die it seems like get into gross situations i guess maybe the gore porn craze isn't the right word for this era of horror maybe it was just more of kind of the shock era when did the like when did the first saw come out you know that one so the first saw came out like 99 or something i think oh wait it might be 2004 actually 2004 yeah first saw oh well i was way off so i guess i don't really know what kicked off this whole craze of gross movies but like that one took place in a really gross room as well pretty much the entire time all kinds of nasty stuff in there like with saw there was more to the movie than just disgusting stuff you know like there was a little bit more depth there was some kind of mystery there was twists i mean leatherface is in there his family's kind of creepy like it's just not enough to balance out the filth i think perhaps in lieu of like gore effects and shocking plot twists they just tried to shock us with disgusting things that doesn't make me want to do anything besides take a shower you know (laughs) like you said terry (laughs) just want to take a shower after it i'm not gonna like wake up in the middle of the night freaked out i'll just be like that's disgusting i don't want to see that yeah like yeah the environments are gross the actions of the villains are like over the like top gross i think I mean, the the original family was pretty gross, too, but I feel like they tried a little too hard to be, like, as nasty as possible. The family was, like, trying to be gross, even, it seemed like. Right, yeah, yeah, like, the characters' actions are also, like, disgusting. Like, the sheriff, quote-unquote sheriff, like, talking about the dead body and, like... Oh, yeah. Having the teenagers, like, on the ground, like, in the dirt, stuff like that. The things they say are just as disgusting 
as like the environment. I guess I was more okay with that just because it was R. Lee. I love him. Yeah, like he's the best part of this movie, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like him that much. I didn't think he was all that great. Well, he wasn't, but... Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He's just always himself, you know? Every movie he's in, he's always Arlie or me. Just some angry, yelling old man. And he was kind of nasty and stuff in this, but... This movie just reminds me of, like... So, with horror movies, there's, like, definitely tears, you know? Like, you have Shining probably up towards the top, along with... Like the Conjuring movies, which are actually more kind of quality horror movies. But then you, it really takes a nosedive, I think. And then you get super low, like C category and D categories, movies like Midnight Meat Train, stuff like that. And this just felt like a Midnight Meat Train movie to me. Yeah, it does actually. Now that you say that. Middle schoolers would watch this and be like, oh, I've seen the. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm so badass, you know. That's exactly what this is. I mean, that's what I was doing in junior high. I was like, I've seen all the Saw movies. I'm in eighth grade, you know. That's exactly what this movie is. That that's a that's a good call. Like if I'd seen this in eighth grade, yeah, I would probably be creeped out and like like this is a scary like oh god this is the grossest scariest thing I've ever seen you know. But yeah, nowadays it's like well when you actually see like some quality you know horror movies, you're like this is crap. This is just junk. You know, it's good for the right audience. Maybe maybe we're not the the audience for it. I would say we are very much horror movie snobs yeah that's fair here we are but like (laughs) that's because there's so much crap out there you know we do have to shovel a bit to find the the good stuff underneath if anything the horror genre itself is pretty much just this really nasty house but if you keep digging eventually you'll find something that's not just being dripping wet and nasty that's a good way to put it, yeah, because every once in a while, you know, you get something like The Witch or um, Hereditary, Oculus, you know, there's good movies out there, but yeah, most studios are like, you know, we can make a really disgusting movie for like 2000 bucks, and people will go watch it, you know? And Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I need a masterpiece every time, you know, like I love Event Horizon, that's one of my favorite movies, because I just have so much fun watching it, but there's like this genre, like this one, that's just, yeah. The Midnight Meat Train genre, I don't know what you'd <laughs> call it, but that's what I'm calling it. You know, I think I might have liked Meat Train better, though, I don't know. I think I did, too. It's a very forgettable movie, The Meat Train. And speaking of forgettable, I almost forgot what movie we were reviewing. And we watched it yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) That's a pretty hefty one. (laughs) Oof. I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to talk about uh, Unbreakable. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) We watched that last week, didn't we? Hold on. We watched a really crappy horror movie a couple months ago. It was called, like, Boo. And, you know, like... That wasn't good, but that was better than this movie. At least we could laugh at that one, you know? Yeah, because at least you could laugh at it, you know? Like, it was trying to be serious and scary, but it was, like, failing <laughs> You could have some beers and kick back and just make fun of it, you know? Like, this movie is just so disgusting and offensive, you know? Like, I don't, I don't even know. I, like, we were even invested, but we weren't really making fun of it. It's not necessarily incompetent. It's just... Not good. (laughs) 
Like it's made pretty well, I guess. The editing's a little iffy. I think it's really fast. Like there's, it, it's like Taken Three like style. Like there's so many cuts when stuff starts to happen. It's hard to tell what's going on. Um, and the camera, I noticed, is kind of weird too. Like they kind of tried to do the original style of like guerrilla style shooting, like handheld. Like is the original is like quoted for being like so realistic, like kind of almost a documentary s style of shooting. And I think they tried to capture that with this one, but it's hard to pull that off when like. It looks like, you know, so crisp and clean. I think, yeah, the age of digital film has kind of ruined that style. Not ruined, but made it less practical. Yeah, it just isn't as gritty as it wants to be, I think. I definitely get that. It tries to be gritty and gnarly and all these things, and it just kind of fails, you know, in all those things. And just kind of nasty. Yeah, keep going back to that. (laughs) I keep saying it over and over. Let me ask you guys about what you think about how they treated Leatherface in this movie. I didn't necessarily hate it. I feel like I could have used a little bit more of him. He's always been like the iconic guy in like all these movies, but he doesn't really show much personality, I don't think, except for that one scene where he's like shaking his head and like leaning against a wall. But besides that, he's just like some psychopathic chainsaw. Whereas in the original, I feel like he had a little bit of like quote unquote charm. There was like a reason why he was so popular compared to all the other ones. And he kind of had a more of a personality to him. Like, I think he, they, they cast it pretty well. He, he that was a big guy. He looks intimidating, but. I could have used more of him, you know? I, I don't think I necessarily need Leatherface to have a personality as long as he's, you know, running around with a chainsaw. I guess that's kind of how I perceive his personality, is he likes to run with chainsaws. Oh, you know, but he likes to, like, make those weird noises, and, like, he does the dance, and... Oh, right, the dance. He's, like, kind of awkwardly shy, like... Yeah, and like a cut-your-leg-off-with-a-chainsaw kind of way, right? <laughs> like, in the original, he's, he's, like hesitant to like approach this woman who's like tied up and he's he's intimidating he'll go around and killing people but one moment and then like when it's time for the you know weird family moments he's always the most awkward like shy reserved one i have no problem with the guy they picked play leatherface i definitely wanted more of him but he was kind of menacing in this but i so going into a little spoiler here um jessica beale like beats him up and i hated that because i was like you know this is a menacing dude with a chainsaw and he's just getting beat up by jessica beale right now i think tv has a point about him being kind of uncomfortable with women and i mean he probably you know he's awkward and doesn't seem to have a super firm grasp of his own body that <laughs> he kind of flails around a lot and, and they kind of approach that yeah like with the one scene of him like yeah just like he's not going into the room for whatever reason he's like shaking his head and like rocking back and forth like it was like okay he's got some characteristics besides just being tall and menacing he's not just like a michael myers you know but Which I'm a- okay with it just seemed like in the original to me that he was like you said he was the standout he was super creepy had the chainsaw you know and he was a menacing figure but he could also be you know super shy and stuff he had like an ulterior side to him or an alternate side to him this one is just he wasn't so menacing to me as if they were just like okay we gotta have him run with the chainsaw you know he wasn't as i don't know not sporadic for the word i'm thinking of the one crazy insane you know from the from the original i don't know i just didn't get that kind of feeling from him in this one yeah i think he is scary like he he looks pretty creepy for sure i liked his uh his kind of 
real entrance. You know, he kind of has like a reveal early on, but uh, when he comes out with the chainsaw the first time, I did like that. Yeah, when he busts, like that wall just opens up and he's right there. That's like my favorite scene in the whole movie. That was pretty cool. And when and when they're running through the uh, the towels or whatever it's hanging up, like the editing's a little iffy, but I do kind of like it. Like I, I could not tell what was going on, but. <laughs> I like the like him just like slicing through all these towels and like <laughs> it was kind of cool. The concept is creepy. I still think that that was like the same camera angle just reversed and tilted a little bit over and over. There were so many shots I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, it was like Catwoman basketball scene, you know, where it's like 98 cuts in like 30 seconds it really was like that caliber of poor editing (laughs) yeah i just think the whole family didn't really have as much i don't know like charisma as the original one did i liked how they changed it like they weren't just the same people as the first one but they weren't working for me and we don't get as much time with there's so many of them now like (laughs) it's like a whole community of them like a whole town yeah i get what you're saying it just didn't have charms the bad a bad word to use for for their personalities but like they stick with you if you're out in the middle of you know west texas driving and you see some of these buildings you probably and you've seen the original you're like oh texas chainsaw massacre you know like it sticks with you but these ones they're just kind of forgettable and the only reason you would remember them is for the shock value on the disgustingness of it they don't really make it clear what they're we know from the original they're like cannibals or something but in this one i don't feel like they make it totally clear like what each one of their like jobs is i guess like they almost spend too much time trying to distinguish each family member because they all kind of have their own personality and quirks and like deal you know in the original it seems like we got to know them almost through watching them just like kind of be like organic around each other just interact as like a weird little cannibal incest group and here it's like we're gonna give the old man his intro in the weird daughter character that steals babies her little intro and the grandmother who works at the gas station her intro and i know we're like a movie show but i gotta bring up resident evil 7 it's video game and the the family in that is you can tell it's really based off of like texas chainsaw massacre family but they do it so well in that like that's memorable it's disgusting it's creepy um it sticks with you and this is it's just the complete opposite of that, you know? Yeah, Resident Evil 7 is almost a better remake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's chainsaws in that game. The guy gets chainsaw, so... Yeah, the vibe, the whole atmosphere. And it is that's a gross game, too. Like, there's some pretty nasty stuff in there, but... There is some pretty gross stuff. There's other stuff to balance it out, you know? I'm okay with nasty stuff in movies, but when your whole movie is just based around how nasty can I make this, you know? Which I do, I guess I have to give props to the effects guys because it's so disgusting, but (laughs) that's all the movie relies on is, you know, that disgustingness, I feel like. Even the gas station... The place that's like a public entry, you know, anybody can go into this gas station is disgusting. <laughs> There's like severed pig heads, like rotting away in like glass cases and stuff. I feel like they put a little more effort into that, but they're crazy, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a market. There's people who love these disgusting movies because they still keep making them. And it's kind of like maybe the the torture movies too. Like what's that thing? The Green River or something? Green Inferno? Green Inferno. Like the whole movie is just about tribe of aborigines that tortures people and it's super disgusting you know like people like those movies i i'm just not the market for it there's definitely a market for gore porn kind of films 
But yeah, this is like, there's not enough. They, they cut away too much from the gore to really put this in that category, which feels weird saying, knowing that it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I've just never seen any of those like super disgusting movies. I've just never had like the desire to ever watch one of those. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that many either. Just like Saw 1 and 2... And maybe like saw five or six. I don't remember. I seen one of those weird ones in the middle. I think better horror films started coming out as well. I think it was kind of a slump in the industry for a while there of just bad movies. Maybe this was because it probably was pretty fresh and new when it came out, you know, whereas nowadays we are like, oh, this is another one of these. But back then, that was kind of like the beginning, the 2003, that era of like the super nasty, gross looking movies. Like I would say that like insidious, sinister Eric range kind of signaled the uh, resurgence of the genre. And that was like, you know, seven years later when those movies started coming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when did um, The Ring come out? Like that's not in this vein, but that's like a, a big horror movie I remember from the 2000s. 2002 is the American remake, at least. Like, I don't think that movie's super scary either, but I just remember that movie being like one of the supposed to be scariest movies that came out around that 2000s era. Yeah, the Japanese horror thing was kind of big too, I think. You guys remember the Amityville horror remake too? That was like 2000-something, and that one was kind of nasty too. There was some gross stuff, especially at the end of that one, wasn't there? So Michael Bay produced this uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. He also produced i think the amityville horror remake and they both kind of have some of that same nasty stuff in there i didn't realize he'd helmed so many yeah like remakes of classic horror movies i would not have pegged him to do something like that but he likes horror i read that he founded this one specifically to do low budget horror but it looks like um the purge series is in their roster so that seems to be their highest budget collection but they've also got like you know, Ouija and whatever other the, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. They did that too, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I will. I'll just say another thing I do like is that it didn't just try to copy the original. Like it is pretty different. There's only a couple maybe scenes that really are like from the original movie. The rest is kind of they just they do their own thing. New characters, new family. Leatherface is the only one who kind of sticks around, and even he's a little bit different. So that's kind of cool. I think you know, just change everything. That way people won't compare it so much to the original, even though we have, but that's okay. It's hard not to with this kind of stuff. Well, especially with a remake, you know, like if it was a, like a a sequel or something, you know, or a prequel, which they did end up doing, which is equally as nasty and bad. So never watch that. I think it's actually a little bit worse, but if you're doing a straight remake, you know, you have to compare it to the original, especially if the original was a classic. I think you're right. I mean, I applaud them for the way they were able to distinguish it. I don't know. Remakes are tricky. It's hard to like... Do you guys think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre needed to be remade? No. Nah, probably not. I mean, I think it it's time, like, I guess, you know, like, it, it could have been done in a modern way well, I think, but... It, it depends, you know. With the classic, I don't think it should ever be remade, you know, like, they did a Ben-Hur remake, they did a RoboCop remake, and those are all bad, but it's hard to say because if they put the right people to do it you know who were who love the original source material and want to remake it and do a revision of it and want to put the quality and work into it to make it good you know then it could be good it could be something that's great i feel like with this one like you said chris and they this 
studio was founded for making low-budget horror remakes, you know? That's just setting it up for failure right there. You know, I think your your whole point's a pretty good segue for this series, though, you know? Can you do a good remake of something that was... I mean, they typically remake, you know, kind of classic popular films, so I guess we'll maybe find out if there can be a genuinely good one that can stand on its own. I think there can be. Like, I'm pretty, I think, you know, like, I'm not against remakes necessarily. Like, we were talking about Suspiria. Um, I'm kind of excited for the remake. There's definitely some stuff they could improve on in that original film, for sure. There's other ones, too. Like, like people love Phantasm. I think that'd make, that someone should remake that. I'd be happy to see a remake of Phantasm. I'd be very curious to see a updated version of phantasm there are some good ones like i was thinking um the fly that's pretty good remake uh in the horror genre which is you know nasty but it's got (laughs) other stuff to it you know like with the fly they had actually a good guy david cronenberg you know did it so you just gotta have the right people do it you know and they don't always do that yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll dig our own way through here with our series, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's our job. So I guess are we ready to jump into overall presentation? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Well, if you can't tell, I pretty much hated this movie. It's just nasty and for no good reason. Like, there's no payoff for anything else. It's just a disgusting movie. Just go watch the original. I mean, it's way better. I gotta say burn this movie. This is trash and <laughs> it was pain watching it. I gotta burn it. It's not like a good movie at all, and it's not so bad you can have some brews and just laugh at it. You just, like Mad Mike said earlier, you just feel kind of like you need to bathe after watching it, because some of the filth might have, like, come out of the screen onto you. I think I gotta burn this one, you know? Not even past. There's really no reason for it to exist, I think, in my opinion. If you're into the gore, torture kind of genre, there's... There's so many better options for you out there. Avoid this. If you see a copy, maybe carry a book of matches around or something. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) We do not encourage our listeners to burn (laughs) random (laughs) movies on the street. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of struggling with it because, like, it's not the worst thing I've seen. And I always, like, I always compare every movie, like, to American Psycho 2, and I hate that movie. It's so bad. And this one's not as bad, but I didn't definitely did not enjoy myself, like, mostly at all watching it. I do like how they changed it. It's different than the original. There's the setup's pretty much the same, but as soon as, like, a key, like, plot point enters, like, they totally, like, give you a curveball and change from there. I don't like the editing very much in this movie. I don't necessarily like the weird hand style camera movements and stuff. There's too many characters. There's a couple cool scenes with Leatherface. I do think Leatherface is still probably the standout bad guy, at least for me in this one. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of in between. I don't know which way to go. I mean, I guess, I'm, you know, I'm just going to join you guys in the fire. I'm going to say burn it. Why not? <laughs> Bonfire. <laughs> it's toasty. Why? Let's might as it. well. Why not? It's hopefully it's the worst one in the the series, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess that evens out to uh, three dudes reviews Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 remake as a burn it. Get it out of here. Sorry, Leatherface. The old classic unexpected roast night. We're having our roast, yeah. <laughs> roast night. <laughs> a meal of our own. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick uh, 13 Assassins, the remake of, um, I'm going to butcher this, but it's Jusanin no Shikaku. It's an old Japanese movie from 1963, and I'm so sorry I butchered that. 
but the remake was from 2010. Is it an American remake or is it still uh, like a foreign movie? It's it's Japanese. Uh, Takashi Miki Miyaki. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get that going for next week. I'm excited to watch it. If you want to follow us on social media, get in contact with us. We're at Three Dudes Reviews on Facebook and on Twitter. You can contact us on our email at Three Dudes Reviews Podcast at gmail.com. And that's the word three, not the number three and all those. Yeah. Well, uh, um, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Three Dudes Reviews signing off. <laughs>